0: Hello, I'm Andy Stevenson, and welcome to another episode of A Winning Mindset, Lessons from the Paralympics, brought to you by the International Paralympic Committee and their long-standing partner, Alliance. Together, our aim is that these podcasts can help you in your own personal and professional life. You'll be introduced to people who can inspire and change the way you think, with their stories of facing life's challenges, often helped by having the right team behind them. Please do subscribe and listen to my previous conversations with Hollywood actor R.J. Mitty and Paralympic stars such as Bruno Bosniak and Tatiana McFadden. Today's episode is with Colombian Paralympic swimmer Carlos Serrano. And if swimming is your thing, then we've already had two brilliant guests from that sport. Irish star Ellen Keane and 13-year-old Ugandan Husna Kukendakwe do subscribe and check out those earlier episodes as well as my chat with Hollywood actor RJ Mitty. As for Carlos Serrano, he's a hugely passionate South American and won the full house of medals at Rio 2016, a gold, a silver and a bronze. The first Colombian athlete to win any gold medal at the Paralympics since 1980. Let's hear from him now. Buenas dias, Carlos. It's uh, great to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. So where are you joining us from?
1: Thank you very much. I am at home in Bucaramanga, state of Santander, Colombia.
0: And I'm imagining, is it quite is it quite warm at this time of year, where you are, and dry?
1: It varies. This morning we had some showers, but usually we should be having warmer weather this time of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly warmer than where I'm sitting near near London, I think. Yes, <laughs> señor. Well, we have plenty to talk about, not least how you juggle Paralympic training with being a new father, which we'll talk about later. But before we get into that, can you explain a bit more about your condition, achondroplasia? In most parts of the world, I think you'd be described as a dwarf, and in the Paralympic world, you're a person of short stature. What was it like for you as a child with this condition?
1: Bueno, pues, eh, esa condition. This condition is genetic and it comes from my family. My grandma, mom, and my aunts have a chondroplasia. Growing up with it was a bit tough because of the discrimination I was subject to, but little by little I got used to it. For instance, when I was a child, some of my friends wouldn't want to play with me because I was too short, or they wouldn't pick me for their football team. But once they saw I had abilities to play sports, I overcame it and things changed.
0: Do you remember when you first noticed that your family looked a little bit different to everybody else? Yes, I do.
1: I was six years old. I was playing with my friends on the street and they didn't want to play with me. So I went back home and I told my mom.
0: How did that make you feel when, when you were left out of teams and perhaps when people stared at you, for example?
1: At the beginning... It was uncomfortable because i wanted to play with kids my age but they wouldn't let me after some time i got used to it and started being good and better than them so they saw me as one of them
0: a statistic i love about you is that when you were 14 you didn't know how to swim and by the age of 17 you had three paralympic medals including colombia's first paralympic gold in any sport for 36 years i mean that is incredible well, there's a real battle for the silver and the bronze. Cochrane might have the silver lined up, but the focus is on Serrano Zarate to break his own world record for the sixth time in the last year or so. Serrano Zarate claims gold in world record time. Cochran, defending champion, claims silver. And the battle for bronze sees Yang edge out Simon Boer of the Netherlands. But another thoroughly impressive display from the teenage Colombian. How do you explain how you became so good so quickly. Well,
1: I often hear I have had quite a few achievements so far for such a short career. I think it all comes down to the sacrifices I made and the dedication I put into my work and also my winning mentality. With my coach, we train very hard every day and I never give up.
0: Would you say that it was swimming that was the sport that kind of helped you find your place in the world and helped you show that uh, you were capable of doing great things? Yes,
1: it was swimming that made me realise I could compete with others, that I was very fast and that I didn't shy away from any challenge. So as I saw myself being good in sports, that gave me extra motivation to do what I wanted to do.
0: Is there something in the fact that you, when you compete in swimming, you're under the water. People can't see really how tall you are or otherwise, really, unless they look very closely. Is there something in that that uh, contributed to swimming becoming your sport?
1: As I first started swimming, I could already feel strong inside a pool, that I had a powerful stroke, a powerful kick. So that made me feel big and strong. When I got in the water, I felt a kind of love. I felt very relaxed and happy. I enjoyed being inside the pool. I enjoy it every time.
0: I've read a quote of yours. It's a fantastic quote that I love. You said, Inside the pool, I don't feel smaller than anyone. On the contrary, I feel bigger and more powerful. How do the feelings that you have in the swimming pool compare to the feelings you have out on the street in everyday life?
1: Eh, bueno, ya al estar fuera del agua outside the pool I met other people with disabilities some without a limb or in a wheelchair and I saw them and I thought they were happy with their lives so I started to embrace more and more my condition and that I even do more than someone who doesn't have a disability so I feel very proud of myself proud of being a person of short stature
0: Now, you are one of the only athletes I've interviewed in this series who is a parent, which I want to ask you about. You're a very passionate and motivated person, and one of the things in your life that's given you even more purpose, I guess, is your daughter, Sara Luna, who's nearly one. How has she changed your life? She
1: makes me very happy. I'm very proud of her. I love seeing her grow up. Sara Luna gives me motivation to compete harder and to win more races. I want her to see me as someone who aimed high and was able to achieve his goals.
0: Has being a father changed your own personality, Carlos, or your own approach to life? Not really.
1: I am the same joyful guy with lots of friends. I like to give advice to my friends. And I still enjoy life, even more with my daughter now, while still working hard to achieve my dreams.
0: Do you think your disability makes you a different kind of parent? Um, I'm disabled myself, and I think if I have children, uh, there may be some physical things I can't do so much, so I will then concentrate on some other aspects of being a father that I can do very well. Um, do you feel the same way? No, no, senor. I think it's. No,
1: it's a conventional parenthood. I'm able to do anything my daughter requires. My family is a very nice family. I'm like any other father.
0: Do you think about how Sarah Luna will deal with your disability as she grows up? Maybe the first time she notices or asks you about it?
1: Uh, well, so, Most likely, yes. I remember myself as a child asking my mum, why was I that short? I think she will ask me that and why her aunts and grandma are also short. I will explain it to her but also tell her that this is not impediment to achieve big things in life. I hope she sees she has a father who trains very hard, who is an athlete, and that possibly can be the best in the world.
0: Will you get Sarah Luna swimming as soon as you can? Yes,
1: because I see sports as something very important in life. I would tell her to embrace and enjoy sports.
0: Has she affected your training regime or even your commitment to swimming and Paralympic sport?
1: I manage very well my time between training and resting. When I get free time, I spend a lot of time with my daughter, my parents, and my family.
0: A winning mindset, lessons from the Paralympics. You can
1: either be a weak, timid fragile person or you accept whatever this is and push forward to make the best of it it's the latter one that we all strive for i grew up with a mindset of can't is a decision
0: take inspiration and enhance your personal and professional life by listening to a winning mindset lessons from the paralympics I've asked you about your daughter, but now I actually want to ask you about your mother, Sandra. She calls herself the mother of the world's strongest man. How much of an influence has she had on you?
1: My mom has always been keen in my career, always telling me not to give up, to work hard. And then when she saw I was being successful and achieving my goals, she felt immense pride and saw me as someone very strong. Hence, she feels as a mother of the strongest man.
0: And do you try to be a parent in the same style that your mother was to you? Do you try to instill the same values in your daughter?
1: Yes, they are a model. I would like to raise Sara Luna with the same values so she can be a good person, someone who will work hard to be better every day.
0: I've heard that growing up you were a pretty lively boy, breaking coffee tables and other furniture, for example, and I know you did karate and gymnastics i believe and you mentioned playing football have you always had high energy levels and how do you now harness that energy in the right way
1: yes as a child i was quite hyperactive
0: i would run around all
1: the time jump climb on trees kick a ball so when i got into swimming i put all those energy levels into the pool
0: would you agree that it's great that you were allowed to go off and do those quite risky things? Um, nobody tried to protect you and stop you from doing those things. You were, you had the freedom to go off and be an ordinary child. I have great memories
1: from my childhood. I actually would like to be a child again. Those years were the base for the personality I've developed, working hard and being a champion. Also, I used that to teach my daughter the importance of being free and being surrounded by
0: nature. I know that you're a very energetic, happy, positive person, but do you ever have down days? And if so, how do you pick yourself up?
1: When I have those days where I'm lacking energy or I'm a bit tired, I try to take deep breaths at night, think about the things that went wrong and say to myself, Tomorrow is a new day and set clear goals for the next day. My clear goal is swimming. I'm now focused on Tokyo 2021, where I'd like to improve my performance from Rio 2016 with two gold medals. As for other dreams, I'd like to finish my degree in physical education and to be a good father.
0: And you mentioned Tokyo there. Are you an athlete who visualizes races or do you visualize maybe being on the podium and receiving a gold medal?
1: Yes, I like to visualise how the race would be. For instance, I plan how the first 25 or 50 metres could go. I like working my mind, so when I get there, I am certain how I will carry out my plan to get the results I want.
0: Because another quote I've read of yours is that you, you've said, you win medals in training, you're picking them up at events. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yes, uh, that's my
1: motto my coach always emphasizes that idea in the sense that if you train hard in the lead up to the competition you are prepared to do the things you train and ready to pick up the medals which you have earned during hard practice
0: when you look ahead to Tokyo you're, you're aiming at medals as you told me is there a sense that you might be trying to win medals now more for your family than for yourself si uh, mi
1: Well, let's say it's 50-50. A part of me wants my family to feel happy for me, but also I do it for myself to honor hard training and getting closer to being the best in the world.
0: Do you feel, though, that you have any wider responsibility or purpose perhaps to other people with achondroplasia, for example, or other disabled people in South America?
1: Eh, sí, yo creo que sí, pues... I feel a responsibility of making all people of short stature proud so that they feel I can be a role model, that I am achieving my dreams because I work hard. I tell them to keep the hard work up.
0: Would you ever take that beyond just the Paralympics, though, and just you being a swimmer? Would you ever consider trying to get involved in society in terms of increasing equality? For disabled people either in colombia or south america or even the whole world if you like but taking that idea of you being a role model much further and helping people more directly i do intend to
1: support sports in any way
0: possible i'd like to continue
1: providing motivation to disabled people so that they can work hard and improve maybe even guiding them and giving them advice
0: uh, just to close, Carlos, uh, this year has been very tough for so many people all over the world. I'm sure it's been the same in, in Colombia. What would you say is the best way to stay motivated and stay positive during such a difficult time?
1: I tell them to try and find a solution to problems because life is too beautiful, so we have to enjoy as much as we can with our families. Once the crisis is over... Think about how short life is. So you have to work hard to achieve all your dreams and never give up.
0: And a similar question, but just slightly different. You, you, you've worked so hard on making your dreams become reality. You have those Paralympic medals sat on your mantelpiece or hopefully kept somewhere safe. Do you have any advice for someone out there listening who has a dream but feels like they're being held back by something? or perhaps even advice for yourself when you were that child not being picked for the football team. Uh, What would you be saying to somebody listening who maybe thinks they, they can't achieve what they want to? To the little
1: Carlos Daniel, I would tell him that life is beautiful. He should have enjoyed more. When he was facing discrimination from others, he shouldn't have listened and instead focused on being happy. There are some bumps on the way, sure, but we should be able to enjoy the journey and above all, to enjoy life.
0: Well, that's a nice way to finish and your journey has certainly been a beautiful one, Carlos. Thank you very, very much and enjoy your first Christmas with Sara Luna. Igualmente,
1: muchísimas gracias. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of this podcast and Merry Christmas to all of you.
0: Thanks to Carlos Serrano and our translator Santi, Carlos definitely won to watch in Tokyo next year, and I'm sure little Sarah Luna will be watching with pride from home. If you enjoyed our conversation, then please do subscribe to this Winning Mindset podcast and learn from other Paralympic greats, such as Ali Velazquez and Marcus Rem. Next week, I talk to Hawaiian-American Kaleo Kanahela-McLeay, who, like Carlos, has the joy of a toddler to keep her busy alongside her Paralympic training, this time in the sport of sitting volleyball. Kaleo also runs her own business, making and selling cookies, and has lots of advice for how to deal with having several things on the go at once, remaining present in the moment, and staying calm under pressure. Don't miss that one.